Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn feng shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. Hey guys, the following is a rebroadcast of last year's Hungry Ghost and Ghost Month. So today we're going to revisit the topic and talk about why August is the Ghost Month and learn a little bit about the Hungry Ghost Festivals. but August is called the month of the ghost or the ghost month. Um, some people call it the hunger ghost month, but it's really just called the ghost month. And it is indeed the month where Asian cultures celebrate what's called the hungry ghost, ghost festival. So the ghost month is the seventh lunar month in the Chinese calendar, which is August. It's said that the first day of the month is when the gates of hell open and allow spirits to wander and go out into the world of the living. So the spirits spend the month visiting families, feasting, and at the same time, it says they look for victims. I'm not sure if I believe a ghost would make me a victim. So there's three important things to do, uh, or three days, I'm sorry, that are important during this ghost month. The three important days are the first day of the month with is which a Chinese tradition usually dedicates to honoring ancestors and they usually leave food offerings, incense, and what is called ghost money or hell notes, which I kind of talked about. Um, again, these are a little bit of a, a, a new concept, the Asian culture. Uh, the 15th day of the month is when the hungry ghost, or sorry, the ghost festival is celebrated. And, um, it's said that the a feast is offered to the spirits so that they can return and bring good luck to their families. The last day of the month is when the gates of hell are closed again. So Taoist priests usually uh, perform a chant to inform the ghosts that it's time to go back to the underworld. Of course, we know in Asian cultures, there's a very deep reverence and honor for the ancestors and ancestor worship is very big. And this is one of the months that it's, you know, of course said to be the most open. I guess it'd be kind of like our October here or our Halloween here when we, you know, say the veil has thinned and the spirits are more able to enter the world. The reason why it's said that this month is called the ghost month, I suppose, is because when um, you look at the Yijing hexagrams for that just kind of represent the months of the year, there's general ones that represent the month of August. And the general one that represents the month of August is called stagnation. So the stagnation hexagram is a represented by heaven on top of earth. And the two actually move away from each other. So heaven moves up and earth moves down and the two never meet, thus resulting in a stagnation in a stagnant energy. I think I went over this last year when I did a, a podcast about the ghost month. However, I wanted to kind of talk about some of the myths that are associated with the ghost month and the month of August. So month uh, myth number one is that you're not supposed to make big decisions. So it says it's bad luck, but um, it does say uh, to counteract the bad luck, Taoists and Buddhist priests often perform a ceremony by throwing rice or a uh, small food in the air in all directions to distribute them to the ghosts. 
it does say you're supposed to avoid moving into a new home in August. However, you know, we can't always avoid that, right? That's not really true. I would actually use date and time selection if I wanted to pick a good date. And we can't always pick the whole month that we move in. So August is okay. It also says that the children and elderly should not go out late at night. It says people, these people are weak and vulnerable and therefore they must present themselves from, um, prevent themselves from being attacked by evil spirits. Myth number four, I've heard this before, you're supposed to stay away from water. It's believed that when a person dies, his ghost or wandering spirit wants to be reborn. In order to expedite the process, the ghost may try to drown a human. Therefore, traveling by sea is also avoided as well. So lucky for us, nobody's going on cruises right now, right? <laughs> People are also uh, advised to always have positive thoughts, especially at night. Being too emotionally is supposed to make you vulnerable to spirits or being possessed. Number six, no whistling at night. So it says if you're walking at night alone that you're not supposed to whistle because this actually attracts the ghosts. No umbrellas inside a home. I've heard that before. Number nine, don't even mention ghosts. So you're not supposed to say the word ghost. And as we talked about, when we talked about the Jaws paper burning and the Hell Notes, you're actually not supposed to refer to them as ghosts, but refer to them as a good brother. Number 10, women shouldn't wear high heels. It's said that having one's feet elevated from the ground actually leaves them open to being possessed by spirits through the energy points below the ankles. I've never heard this one before. There's another myth that says you're not supposed to take any selfies and that a ghost can get trapped in the camera. And if you've ever seen the movie Shudder, which I introduced my son to a while back, it's a pretty creepy movie that um, shows a girl that only shows up on camera. So highly recommend the movie Shudder. Myth number 12, a dark home or office strengthens the ghost. I did want to point out that um, I actually don't think that this one is myth number 12. I'll tell you why. Um, I subscribe to Master Joe Ching on a app called Telegram. So he's an amazing master from Malaysia and he has all kinds of great content. I've taken some of his courses, but um, so he's this awesome master. But the other day he put up a post and it made a very good point. It was kind of a comical post, but it had a apartment building and there were trees actually growing out of the apartment and blocking all the windows so these trees were actually um, uh, overgrown inside the building and they were coming out of the windows and so therefore blocking all the light in the windows and he pointed out the fact that when you have an overly yin environment or an overly inactive environment where sunlight is not coming into your home you could indeed see ghosts so I always recommend people to open their blinds and make sure the sun is hitting their front door. And I think this kind of goes along with some stuff that I talked about um, a few weeks ago that you should actually be trimming those hedges and making sure sunlight comes in your door. So definitely agree with that. Open your blinds, guys. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed some of these myths and a little bit of folklore from the ghost month. So I'll be bringing you ghosty tales all month. This is my favorite topic and one of my favorite things I do is the Folklore Friday, especially when I get to talk about weird stuff like ghosties. To 
support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful. To learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.